From the PSI Mobile Studios at uh, the Doubletree Inn in Breckenridge, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, and doggone it, Chris Rogers, it's been way too long. It is so good to see you again, and uh, we've got all sorts of stuff to talk about, so I can't think of a more general uh, uh, show title than let's just have a snowboard update. Snowboard update. (laughs) It's been way too long, George. It's been been a minute since we've done a show. It's been a lot of minutes, so let's get into some snowboarding. Uh, I was really wanting to catch up with you when you were in New Zealand. Uh, you've had quite the year. Yeah, my first season back uh, back teaching full-time, and I spent the summer down at the Remarkables in New Zealand, and uh, it was just such a fun way to dive back in after I spent the last seven years in management roles and, and teaching part-time and doing uh, ed staff events and then national team events and um, really chose to step back into a teaching role and focus on the opportunities we get as as team members. I really want to travel and, and push and develop myself and uh, and so yeah I went down to New Zealand and uh, just worked full-time taught and trained and and uh, then coming back into the season here getting everything fired up with national team training and then uh, all of the Rocky Mountain events and, and we're here at member school management resort trainers getting ready to fire up a whole nother crowd. Now, Chris, teaching full-time, are you actually going to be doing that this winter, or are you back in management at Vail? Yeah, back teaching full-time, leading some training, and uh, and really getting to, to pursue my own development and growth. I, for the last five years, was the manager of the training program for the ski and snowboard school in Vail, and it was an incredible opportunity and a, and a job that I, that I truly loved. Um, but I kind of hit that point where if I wanted to go deeper in that career, I was going to have to back off of my responsibilities with Rocky Mountain and my involvement in the national team. And if I wanted to pursue more on the national team, I was going to have to back off of the role in Vail. And, um, you know, I, I care a lot about the training program there and, and, and what we created. And I felt like it was time to pass that on to someone else so that I could take those opportunities to push and grow and develop myself. And, you know, looking towards a, a national team tryout year again this year, I wanted to say yes to every opportunity I could this year to to really get to travel and get to uh, to get out to resorts and and train and develop other instructors and uh, to learn more myself. You know, I'm really looking at this as a Chris Rogers update, not a snowboard update. <laughs> so I, I do. I want to find out more about what you're doing because I think this is really exciting. And going into a tryout year as someone who is already a current team member. I've been asking a few of the members this. Is it more pressure on you for this tryout than it was uh, prior? There's more pressure in some ways and, and less pressure in others. I I think, you know, going into this tryout season, for me, I really want to make sure that I make the most out of every everything I can this year. Uh, when you When you make the team, you've got four years ahead of you, and there's all sorts of opportunities and and things to look forward to and you hit year three and you know you've got one year left and how fast did that three years go so fast I mean it's crazy it was already six months ago that we were in Bulgaria right like right that's happened so fast on its own and you know and I think I I hope to make the team again and have another four years to continue working on on the projects we're working on but there's there's no guarantee of that and so uh, as I looked at this year and was evaluating my options, a, a big piece of it came down to I wanted a year where I could say yes. And, you know, they, there is no guarantee that you make the ter- team again. So this could be my last year on the team or maybe it's my last year before a second term. But 
Um, I really wanted to set myself up to be able to travel, to be able to get to little resorts all over the country, to, to get to share the projects that we've been working on for the last three years. And I think, you know, this, from the snowboard fundamentals to teaching fundamentals, people fundamentals, there's a lot of really cool projects we're working on. And, and I care a lot about those projects and I want to get to help share, share that with our membership. And, um, so this was a year, yeah, kind of a year for me and, and a year to, um, to develop and, and see what's next for me. So not to ask the impossible question here, but I mean, there have been so many exciting things going on. What over the past three years has really been kind of a high point for you? What's, what's stood out in a good way for you? I think if I had to choose my one favorite moment, it would be presenting the teaching skills fundamentals with Matt Boyd at Interski in Bulgaria. Um, that was a true cross-discipline project. We had 20 team members and national task force members who worked to develop those teaching fundamentals and uh, really boil down what is good teaching. You know, we separated out the people skills and, and pulled those apart. And we've talked about these in, in previous episodes, really pulled the people skills and the teaching skills apart. Not, not, not because they're not interrelated, but because by, by separating them out, we can do a better job of uh, developing our instructors around those attributes and evaluating our st- instructors around those attributes. And, and getting to be a part of the team that presented that at Interski was, was really special. And I know my teammates that presented on the people, on the people skills side feel the same way, that, that getting to be a part of that team that shared that message and said, we're taking a different approach on this. We're going to separate these two elements and present them. Um, that, that was really special to me, and that will absolutely be a highlight of, of my career so far. Moving into this season, I think that's certainly part of it, but also that we're finally at a place where we can share the snowboard fundamentals. And that's, again, a group of, of probably 20 snowboard instructors on the national task force. You know, there's a little bit of turnover over the last four years, but this has been a project to take our body movements and board performances that have been the staples of the snowboard conver- conversation for the last 30 years and informing them into fundamental statements similar to alpines, right? So talking about how we manage pressure along the length of the snowboard or across the width of the snowboard, not just saying that there are ways that we tilt the snowboard or that there are ways that we move our body. So really putting those, those statements together that explain how the fundamentals work. And it's going to, on one side, not change anything. A level three instructor, their understanding of the body movements and the board performances already fall in line with with the new six fundamentals that we're rolling out for a new instructor or especially for a cross-discipline instructor it explains it in a way that that makes our fundamentals more accessible than they ever were before and i think that's where the real strength i was sitting in a kids ed staff training last week and talking to a few alpine uh, kids ed staff members and their ability to do movement analysis and make statements about our fundamentals based on those fundamental statements that we've put out is so much greater than it was when we just talked about moving the center of mass to affect a board performance. So putting them in those relationships helps clarify it for all sorts of, of instructors, members, non-members, new instructors, and even all the way up to ed staff members. You know, Alpine ed staff members can read those statements and understand what we're doing with them because they now relate to what the Alpine Five Fundamentals are. I love what you're talking about. It's one of the high points for me uh, this past year was going out with Rolls Group uh, on snowboards at Interski. I'm the lone skier. I didn't feel left out at all. I felt like part of the group. I mean, we were we were doing it was so fun. If you go back to the 2015 Interski in Ushuaia, 
the snowboard group presented people skills then. And I think people skills is something the snowboard group has, uh, has worked on. Uh, and even, you know, it's probably been the stronger area of, of snowboard and taking these last two couple of years to really focus on the technical elements and on the teaching elements is only going to make our discipline better. And the other end result that I've, that I've seen in these last couple of years is, uh, is the, is the gap narrowing between disciplines and between divisions and and that alignment you know as we focus on that alignment across divisions it's happening across disciplines where we're spending more time asking questions of our other disciplines you know alpine's coming to us and asking questions about how we're doing things we're going to telly and asking questions about how they're doing things and the whole the whole process we're on of making our organization stronger that only makes each of our individual disciplines stronger as well and it's it's really cool seeing that come together we had Stephen Heffelbein come talk to us about inclination and angulation for about an hour during fall conference to, so that we could get a better understanding of those terms and make sure that we were using them accurately as we built them into our fundamentals and um, you know the, it's just everything we're doing is is pushing the organization forward and and i think that one of the side benefits is the better we make alpine and snowboard and telly and cross country and freestyle and kids all of them come into alignment we're doing the exact same thing we use slightly different equipment but physics don't change the sensation of sliding on snow doesn't change we're doing it on slightly different equipment and the more alike we can make them the better that end result is for our membership and especially our new members who are more likely to get Alpine and Snowboard dual certified. You know, the, the more we can align those terms and, and simplify uh, our terminology across, uh, across equipment, the better that makes it for everyone. Just to wrap up, what's coming up that you're most excited about? Uh, most and I'm ex- sorry that me I was a quick question. I kept you from taking a <laughs> sip of beer. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. Um, Man, this season, I'm just excited to, personally, I'm excited to to get to play more. I've missed being on the front line with with our guests. And that was jumping back into teaching in in New Zealand this summer, just getting to be a a front line instructor. It was so good for my soul. And just to go back to why why we all started doing this was was helping share our passion for what we do and and seeing that kid catch the spark you know and get fired up and so being back in the northern hemisphere getting to do that that also opened up my schedule to travel more so i'll, I'll be doing more ttp events our, our rocky mountain total training pass getting down to the southern district um i'm just excited to get to share share what i love uh and and what we've been working on even more broadly than I've been able to in the last few years. So I've already got probably 30 days of Rocky Mountain travel and another 30 days of travel for the national organization lined up for this winter. Uh, I've got a couple of international trips I'm really excited about. And, um, yeah, to have a year where I get to focus on that and, um, and then going into team tryouts. And, you know, I think there's a couple of ways of looking at it. There's, there's the stress of trying out again, of course, and also the hope that there's, there's somebody who's ready to take, take your jacket off, right? If, if, if there's somebody there that's, that's better than you are and they're ready to, to be the next team member, like that's the most exciting thing you can do is pass that jacket on to the next generation. So, um, it, it's, uh, it's people always ask if it's more stressful trying out a second time and and it is and it isn't you know like you know what you know what the job is you're going into it as um as with experience you know exactly what you're getting yourself into and and the office and and the selectors they know you as well so there's not a there's not a lot of uh gray zone there they you can do the job or you don't want to do the job anymore and then the unknown is all of the people coming in who have their own ideas and their own passion and, and the their goals and what they've done in the industry. And, um, 
and the coaches and the selectors come in to, to pick a new team and, and see who's going to help carry that organizational vision forward for the next four years. And I, I just think it's exciting either way you look at it. Chris, it's amazing catching up with you again. Thanks so much. I got a lot more questions for you, and I hope we connect very soon again. Sounds good, George. Thanks for, uh, thanks for chatting. From the PSI ASI Mobile Studios at the Doubletree in Breckenridge, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.